Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And good morning to my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are listening, of course, to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here at 8 a.m., Sorry, I'm choking there. Um, We are the first uh, talk show this morning on WATD, so we like to say we are the lineup. I think it was just Bob Parkis that had me all set up. So I have Tim in studio with me this morning. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. Happy holiday, uh, Halloween weekend. Yeah, so exciting. Yes. We have some exciting stuff going on around our office today, too. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, what is that? That's like thunder, <laughs> lightning, yeah. scary. G- gotta have the sound effects, right? Yeah. Eeks. I, you know what? I don't really like Halloween. It scares oh, me. Oh, oh. It scares me. I don't like scary things. Why do that to ourselves? (laughs) If my heart is going to flutter, I want it to be with joy. (laughs) Yeah, but but sometimes, you know, a little, 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 uh, little little shock is okay. You know, keeps us in line, right? Yeah, I know. But you want to know what gives me the most joy in life? Other than my children, puppies, my dogs, my dogs give me so much joy. So Marley and Gracie, but today at Boston Connect Real Estate right here in Pembroke Center, 19. There she is. There she is. She's more of a. All right. All right. right. Settle down. Um, Right in uh, Pembroke Center, right across the street from Stop and Shop, 19 Madakusett Street today from 12 to 2. If you didn't hear, we are having a a really good event today. We're having, it's one of my favorites. It's um, a Halloween dog costume parade raid and contest. So, and Melissa just joined me. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I was finishing my makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta gotta look good for the radio show, right? I'll call myself out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In fairness, I did ask if if she thought I had enough time. Yeah, I was like, sure you do. She's beautiful without it. So, uh, yeah, so our event today, we're super, super excited about it. We have all kinds of sponsors. Uh, We're going to have the chief of the fire department, um, Chief Rick McDonald is going to be with us um, as one of the judges, and we also have, I don't know what his position is, I'll have to ask him what his, he might be a captain, I think it's Captain Jordan Hill. Uh, he's going to be with us from the fire department as our um, as our judges today. Yeah, and we have a third judge. We have a third judge, yes. The third judge would be uh, my mother, so Nana will be um, a third judge. <laughs> um, Audrey. Yeah, Audrey will be here. So um, uh, Jordan is the fire captain. Is he? Okay, yes. great. Thank you for You're looking welcome. up that up for me. I appreciate you. you. Of course. He's so good, isn't he? He's so good. He really is. Honestly. You're good. You're good. All right, um, all right. You're going to make my head get too big. <laughs> I won't be able to fit in the studio. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so the contest, uh, the Halloween thing that we're going to have today, you don't even have to have a dog. If you want to come, we have like a lot of vendors have been dropping off some stuff too, right? So yeah. we'll have some trick-or-treating items that, yeah. you know, that you can pick from. If you are coming, you know we'd like to sort of coordinate anything we're doing with the office with the food pantry. So if you think of it, please bring some items for the food pantry and we'll have a basket put out somewhere uh, so we can help them fill those uh, shelves uh, just in time for Thanksgiving. But do you want to tell everybody some of our prizes that we're going to have today? Yeah. We have multiple, I don't even know, maybe five um, of these really great gift baskets. If if I was a dog, I would love them. 
<laughs> if I had a dog, I would love them. Um, too bad for for Mary and Sam, they won't be here to mm. win them for the dogs. But um, yeah, a lot of great um, baskets that are put together, and like not like like onesie twosie type mm. of things inside a basket. It's like a lot of stuff, like mm-hmm. toys. There's there's some beds. There's baskets um, that you can put toys in that are filled with toys. There's um, treats and gift cards, like just so much stuff in these things. And they just, they're so great. And don't you think like one of the easiest things that we'll have for people to win is you know, just say great things about Boston Connect Real Estate and our agents on a Google review, and you'll be put into a drawing to win um, gift cards, right? Yeah, we have um, multiple gift cards to Petco, um, and the way you can uh, sort of win those is writing Google reviews, because everybody's into Google reviews right now. Oh, and yes, we they are. Boost, yeah, we want to yeah. boost our Google reviews, so we have um, an opportunity here at the office where um, you can just scan a QR code, and you can leave a Google review for your Boston Connect real estate agent, or you can leave, or you should in addition to <laughs> leave a Google review for Boston Connect Real Estate and um, I think we have five gift cards to Petco that you can win. Yeah, and it's not a waste of time. $100. $100 each. It's not a waste of time to leave, leave a Google review either. People do read them. Yeah, yeah we do. I, I yeah. left a review for a, a business and uh, to, I, it's had at least 100 views. So I'm, I'm, Was it a good or a bad one? Um, well, it was an honest one. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like, hey, I'm, you know, you know it's like, you sorry. You can only grow from honesty. Exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, well, that's I a just, nice saying, Mel. Thank yeah. you. I think I made it up, but I'm sure somebody yeah. at one point said it before. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you know what? I think that that is true. I think that, you know, how can I make myself better if I don't know what's wrong? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's sort of, it, it sort of frustrates me though, I will tell you, because I do think that we have such a great office. We have such a good, you know. We are taking the holistic approach to selling real estate. That's just our motto. It's more about the person than it is about the house and the sale. Mm-hmm. And um, we had an agent who was one time with our office and somebody left her a bad review underneath our main one. And it's like, I can't get rid of it. It's like, she doesn't work here anymore. Yeah. She doesn't live in the state anymore. Like, so could you please remove it? But whatever. <laughs> if you could remove it. Yeah, I know. But hey, hey, that's how she was feeling. I'm sorry she had that experience. But like, that's certainly not how it always works around here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have all kinds of fun stuff. So again, we'll be here 12 to 2. Yeah. Um, I think the parade starts at 1230. Yep. Mm-hmm. Little parade. So come in and uh, register. Take a walk around. We have some vendors coming. So we have dog treats. We have, I know, collars and leashes. Someone who makes collars and leashes. Um, obedience. I think we have a dog obedience um, um, person. Um, so we just... Homemade dog treats. Yeah, homemade dog treats. Electric fence. Yep, electric mm-hmm. fence. So if you were at our event last year, you know how great it was. And um, we finally got rid of the paw prints <laughs> that have been on us. Hey, listen, it it's said been chalk. on the driveway. As far as I know, chalk washes away. Yeah. I think it's the chalk they use for, like, the marathon in Boston. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. they lasted until probably yesterday. You can still see them. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So, um, we but, didn't do that again. Yeah, we so. didn't do that again. So, we just, we'll just direct people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just so yeah. everybody knows, you will have to uh, sign a waiver when you come, just, you know, that your yeah, dog just has their dogs. Yeah, you had all your shots and everything. Not the humans, but, you know, the dogs. Make sure they had all. <laughs> All their shots and vac- not vaccines. What are those called? Like boost? What are what, uh, dogs? What do dogs get? They get rabies or something. Ra- no, what ra- do they get? Rabies, distemper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, All those. Yeah, yeah. rabies, distemper. <laughs> yeah, cats get them. Cats get them too. Right. My Zoe had to yeah. get. So we just have year. everybody sign a waiver yeah. that you just basically say, "Hey, if you know anything happens, it's on you, not me." So, all right. I'm excited about today's topic. Are you? I'm very excited about today's topic. Do you want to share some news? I'm like, I'm like, I'm still sort of in a daze. Uh-huh. I'm still sort of confused. <laughs> I'm still sort of like in shock. Disbelief. Disbelief. Mm-hmm. Um, especially after the conversation that I had with Emmy Flaherty, who is a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Mm. She joined me on Tuesday night's show. Um, her and I um, had offers in on your listing, Sharon. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I um, was representing myself. I put in an offer for myself. Emmy was representing one of her buyers. Um, how many offers did you end up getting? I ended up with 24 offers. 24 offers. And um, they chose my offer. Yay. <laughs> Congratulations. And I still am like, what? 
how did this happen? I know. Uh, Tim, I'm Tim. I'm going to send you a picture because, like, her face was priceless. When I get to call her and say, hey, your offer was the one that was ex- um, accepted. So me and Mark called her, and she was literally in tears. Yeah. So. I, yeah, it was in tears. Oh, so Sharon's, like, great. taking screenshots of me on FaceTime, <laughs> just yeah. crying in my car. Um, But yeah, no, it was, um, I I talked about the house um, on the show on Tuesday with Emmy and we were both like, okay, we put it in our offers. We'll wait to hear from from Sharon, you know, um, tomorrow. And I got my phone call bright and early. I wasn't even out of the driveway. I was pulling out of the driveway. She goes, you need to put the car in park. (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so it's still, I'm still sort of like, what is happening right now? But, Mm. um, but all good things all good things are coming so yeah it's exciting Um, yeah yeah so that's what we thought today that we would talk about um you know winning in a multiple offer situation and it still can happen um and just so you know last saturday you weren't here with me because something else happened in your life yeah i um fractured my ankle of course Mm -hmm. and now i'm buying a raised ranch (laughs) to go up and down the stairs well at least Uh, it's not a colonial no 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 um yeah i i was not gonna put in that spiral staircase too right Uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah, anything that's the most inconvenient thing possible. I'll put that. I'll put that in. Yeah, you can just milk it and have everybody else yeah. have move stuff in for you. Well, I keep trying to get for the past four years, try to get Mark to put in the elevator here at the office. Maybe he'll put one in my house. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was not with you last Saturday. You did the. Um, the, how weird is that? I was not here last Saturday, but you did the show with Jasmine Glasgow, yeah. who is my loan officer mm-hmm. at Maritime Mortgage. So she's got she's heard a lot from us this week. Yep. Jasmine's um, awesome. But yeah, no, I fractured my ankle. So I, I'm in a boot and I was not here last um, last Saturday. You gave me the day off. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I'm here. I'm back. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we talked to Emmy about multiple offers and why right now um, is a great time to sell. And I always say this to everybody, the right time to sell is when you're ready and mm-hmm. when you when you want to sell, essentially, because mm-hmm. there are buyers out there. And I was like pleading on Tuesday. I was like, please, I just want a house. I need a house. And mm. the next morning I had one. So <laughs> it's all about manifesting. It really is about manifesting. And this is one of the things why I wanted to bring this up, because... Just so everybody knows, I mean, this was not a comfortable situation for us in this office. I mean, it was extremely, extremely stressful. So um, what I want to explain to people is like how real estate works in a way, like with agency and things like that. So as the broker owner, I um, also am the broker owner of the office, obviously, and I also still help people sell homes and buy homes, right? So I have Mary's my team member, Mary Horton's my team member on that side of my life with Mm -hmm. listing and selling and helping people buy homes. And Melissa's on the other side of my team where she is running the office and helping with the agents, coordinating social media, coordinating our trainings and things like that for me to be part of with the office as well. So with that, uh, this was my listing. And it was referred to me from a past client and I love my referrals and how much confidence they have in me. So we put the house on the market. We put it on two Wednesdays ago, I guess, or a week ago Wednesday, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, last Wednesday. Um, And then what ended up happening was we had um, showings started right away, but ultimately we ended up, I think the showings, the first couple showings we had, we had a couple showings on Wednesday. And then we had some showings Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Mm -hmm. and then I had the open house on Sunday. Mm -hmm. When so let's just say Wednesday through Sunday before that time frame, I had like thirty show, and it was actually it was twenty seven. I had twenty seven showings. And then at the open house, which my husband, Mark, did with me because he's also a licensed real estate agent and he was helping me and he's so good about getting everybody to sign in. And like when people ask like mechanical questions, Mm -hmm. he can like, you know, go off and do his thing. So between that, we had like 32 groups of people sign in. And I know that there was a time period where a couple sort of snuck through because the um, iPad got like sort of stalled. Mm -hmm. So we probably had like, let's just say 35 groups of people. Now, 35 groups of people signed in. Yeah. There were at least two people in every group and some had up to four. Like some came with their parents, some came with their agents. It was a lot of people. 
And we ended up ultimately with 24 offers. We made the offer deadline, um, just so people know if you are thinking about putting your house on the market, like this is the best strategy in my opinion. I think so too. Yeah. And I'm saying this as a buyer. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like how you did this because every time I put in an offer, I've had really high anxiety. That's just me as a person. Mm-hmm. But like me as a buyer too, I'm like, I don't want somebody to sneak in and just like take it away from me type of yep. thing. But this is why I liked the way that you did it. Yeah. And again, I think it does go back to that holistic approach. Yes, my fiduciary responsibility is to the seller, but I look at all these buyers that are coming through, all these agents that are calling, they put in all these offers, they did this. And I understand where the market is, but like these people were looking at me and all I saw was like Bambi in their eyes. I was just like, Bambi, no. Like one girl, honestly, actually she ended up being the backup offer. I actually said to her, I was like, I just have this urge to hug you. Can I? So like I gave her a hug. Her agent was there and stuff. I would never cross lines like that. But I can see like, and I'm sure you and Emmy maybe hit upon that. And I know all of our listeners who have been listening to your journey have heard sort of the, and again, I I think it goes in stages, right? I think we should do something on that. I think I want to do like a blog post on that, like the stages of devastation of a buyer. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think at first it's like, all right, I'm excited. Oh, I lost that one. All right, I'll give it another try. I lost that one. Then it's more like you're irritated and you're pissed off, right? And then you're just sad and solemn. Yeah. I've experienced all of those. Mm. Yeah, you went through, and that <laughs> all was like of those a year, in my, right? Yeah, a little over a year in my little over a year journey. Okay. But. So, and again, I couldn't represent Melissa and I couldn't help her at all through this. And generally, like with the other ones that she was putting in, I would be able to talk to her and like give her some advice. Um, sometimes she took it, sometimes she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, and then, um, she couldn't talk to Mary because one of our clients was putting an offer in with Mary, Mm -hmm. right? So I didn't know what that was. So Mary was taking care of that. Then, um, somebody had come to us directly that's friends with a neighbor. So I couldn't work with that person. So I gave that to Evis, our other team member. I said, you can write up the offer for him. So none of us are looking at the offers that we're doing. Mm -hmm. I think dual agency is okay if you have a team yeah I don't know how you can do it if you are the same person like to me I would be able to like it's easy for me to just sort of differentiate between me Mary and Evis that I don't like I don't want to see these yeah you know yeah and we had other people that came in and I was passing out some of the agents cards I mean Emmy that was somebody that yeah someone went to direct to you and and you were like (laughs) Emmy was here and said hey do you want this lead and she ended up putting in an offer for them yeah and then um, there was a couple other people that I handed out Trish Flynn's card um, so she could, you know, um, you know, help these people. So um, with the whole process, do you want to talk about like a little, let's back up a little bit to like that day, like when you saw like you, you could like, first of all, you weren't going, you, you were not going to my email. No. So I even... So there was a there was a time, a long mm-hmm. time, where I was like, I'm not putting in an offer. And so I had been, when I went to the house to see it, I went out on the porch and I started to cry. Mm-hmm. And you came out and you reprimanded me and said, you stop crying right now and you get back in this house. <laughs> and I was upset because I was in my grieving stage mm-hmm. of I've been at this for a year and I know there's going to be so many people that want this house mm-hmm. and like I'm just never going to have a chance I'm never going to have a chance and um so we we went to a conference on Monday mm-hmm. and um the de- at that point I don't even know how many offers you had I think at mm-hmm. one point I did ask you how many offers which anybody can ask how many yeah. offers you have in hand mm-hmm. and at that point I still was not going I think to I had be- seven yeah, I was not going to be putting in an offer. And I said to you, I said, oh, by the way, I can't help you with any of the offers mm-hmm. because I always help you guys with your multiple offers and everything. Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, if you're not putting in an offer, why does it matter? And I was like, I just don't want the conflict of interest. Like, I just don't want my DNA on any of this stuff. And then you were like, if you're not going to help me, then you better be putting in an offer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
no, like, I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to get it. And you're just like, you better put in an offer. <laughs> well, and the thing, too, is because what I said to you also, too, at that point, I had, like, 20-something offers, right? And I, you know, the whole process, when you have that many offers, I mean, my job is to, my due diligence for my client is to get them the best offer for them. Yeah. Sometimes it's money, sometimes it's conditions, and sometimes it's a, bix- a mixture of both, okay? Yeah. That's my job. So usually when you and Mary will take all of these offers and you put them in a spreadsheet, I just see numbers and that's yeah. how I'm, well, that's what I'm focusing on. I'm just, <laughs> just focusing on the numbers. I don't even read the love letters and uh, hold on. I'm having, uh, can you You're having a hot flash? Um, yeah. And I just started laughing only because, um, nobody could help you. So you had, you know, 24 offers that you had to put into your spreadsheets and do your, your cover sheets and everything that you we always do for all of your listings, yes. no matter how many offers you get. And just all day, you were here at like, what, 8 a.m.? And yeah, until like six, right before we were going on the radio show yeah. um, with Emmy. And I just, and I said it on the radio on Tuesday. It's like, I keep hearing these groans from Sharon because like <laughs> she can't say anything to anybody because everybody around her has an offer and she mm-hmm. can't indicate anything but she's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well you know just what groaning. was so interesting and again I did say this to my client's daughter she's a real estate agent up in Maine which actually made this process a lot easier too yeah she's I'm wonderful sure. Sandy is wonderful the owner just wonderful wonderful people and again I have wonderful clients and they refer me to wonderful people which is just it works out great but one of the things I said she's like Sharon I'm so sorry because I explained to her I said listen I just have to have true transparency this this offer is from my office manager this offer is from somebody in my office like Mm -hmm. I had to tell her which ones were the ones that could look a little suspicious if she chose them and one of the things she said she goes I'm sorry that it took you so long to do all this and I said you know what actually I'm 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 happy because I'm so far into my career, 21 years of doing this, and I've had assistance a long, long time. I've had you and Mary in my life a very, very long time to do these types of things for me, right? Yeah. Not that I don't appreciate them. It's just that that's just how it is right now. I shouldn't be spending my time on that. My time is more valuable in other places. But it was really, really interesting for me to do this exercise and to look through 24 offers because Honestly, without even knowing who the agent was, I could have 100% went through 24 offers and told you which agents had training from Boston Connector Real Estate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could also go through the 24 offers and tell you about 10 of them that need to reconsider this as a position, (laughs) as a job. Yeah. Because if you can't do simple math, you should not be in this industry. Mm -hmm. I was looking at, and I'm going to get, you know, people are probably going to get upset with me. And I'm sorry if you're an agent out there and you're listening and you're like, Sharon, you're being a little sort of witchy because it is Halloween. Um, <laughs> you know, you're being a little witchy about it and maybe too pro- like too transparent about it. I am telling you, I I take our industry very, very seriously. Yeah. Maybe too seriously some, for some people. But we are professionals. We are helping people with the biggest purchase of their life, most likely, or the biggest sale of their life. Yeah. There's a lot of money that goes on to this. And I think if you don't take it seriously, you are doing your client a huge disservice. A huge disservice. Yeah. And another thing I want to say by looking at some of these offers, and again, I'm just giving my opinion. I'm not saying that this is what happened, but this is my opinion. That I believe because we've, we've been talking about the market, right? The market, it, it's still great, but it's slower. Mm-hmm. And agents aren't selling as much. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One, it's a little bit lower inventory. But two, there are more agents that jumped into our industry during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So we have hundreds of thousands more agents, right? I honestly looked at some of these offers and I said, did this person write up this offer for their client or for their commission? Mm-hmm. And that's an awful place for a broker owner to sit. Yeah. It was, I, I really, it's reckless, well, I think it is important as the broker owner, even if it wasn't your your property, like your listing, like to mm-hmm. look at all those 24 offers because you you can be as great as you are and as engulfed in this industry as you are, like mm-hmm. y- you have to see what people are actually putting out there in order to know who's out there. Yeah. 
And again, this is about multiple offers and how to get yours to win. And this is what I'm doing is, is I'm thinking about this whole process and what I went through. I don't even know what we have in our agenda, to be quite honest. But you know what? We're at 832. I think what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. If, if my energy is too much for you right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just being very honest and very transparent about Grab what Grab some more I, coffee or tea and then catch up. It'll be yeah, fine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Grab a uh, cup of coffee. Yeah, but when we come back, uh, we're going to get more into this topic, and I'm going to sort of dissect what I saw. We'll be right back. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are you ready to pay your own mortgage rather than somebody else's? Are you looking forward to living under your own roof? Do you often dream about buying your first home, but you're not sure where to begin? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Let's face it, we all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are you having difficulty with navigating multiple levels in your home? Are you finding that yard work is taking up all of your free time? Do the home maintenance projects seem never-ending? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace. I'm joined in studio by the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, Sharon McNamara. Good morning. Good morning. And we have a lawnmower behind us. So if you hear it, sorry. Mm. (laughs) Um, But we are talking about multiple offers. And we are talking about this because I was just in a multiple offer situation on Sharon's listing. And my offer was accepted. So I finally have an accepted offer. Offer. Woohoo! Yay. Yay! We're very excited yes. for her. Um, yep, and we're moving on to the next step. And I, you know, had a very adult conversation. Oh, you weren't here after I got off the convers- um, got off the phone with Jasmine yesterday. But Mark was. I was like, oh, I was a full on adult today. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> what did you do? Oh and uh, yeah, just just yeah. everything that needed to be done got done yesterday. Absolutely. And I also wanted to mention today we are going to have our Halloween. Uh, dog costume parade and contest. We're going to have some wonderful, wonderful judges with us. Uh, so we're going to have uh, the chief of the fire department, uh, no, chief of the police department, uh, Chief Rick McDonald will be with us as a judge. And we also have Captain Jordan Hill will be Jordan joining us from the fire department. So um, he he's a great kid, actually. Well, he's not a kid. He's a guy. But um, anyone to me is a kid because I'm old. But um, I, I remember when we were going through the process for, um, you know, going before the town for getting the new fire and police station, the public safety building. Uh, he was passing out all the signs and doing everything. So um, he was such a good kid. I just got a message from David Tortolot oh, congratulating yay. me. That's so nice. He must be listening. Thanks, Hi, David. David. Thanks. David was on with us yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yep. David was on with us a couple weeks ago. We love having him on because we, as much as we yeah. want to know everything about reverse mortgages, yeah. he, he teaches us. I feel like Bambi when I'm with him. I'm just like glazed over, you know what yeah. I mean? Like what? But he's from Homestead Mortgage and he was on with us a couple weeks ago. So if you didn't hear that show, please go to our podcast app, uh, Talk Real Estate Roundtable. You can go to the, your podcast app or you could go to talkrealestateroundtable.com and you'll see that show just a couple Saturdays ago that yeah. we had him yeah. on with us. Yep. Yeah. So David uh, taught a lot from Homestead Thanks, Mortgage. David. Yeah. Everybody's been rooting for you on this one. So I yeah. want to get into it. And if you missed sort of the beginning part of the show, we're talking about how to win in a multiple offer situation and part of me teaching or educating or showing people how to win is by telling you how to lose (laughs) and some of the things that I saw so long story short I had a new listing it came on the market uh, last week um, and we had 
over, we had 27 showings up to the open house. Then we had over 35 groups of people come through the open house. Then we had more showings on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. And Melissa. Which just added to my anxiety. (laughs) I know. But one of the things I want you to talk about too, though, is because I, I have been in this process with you for a long time. And I know that a lot of us in the office talk about the frustration of, you know, when a new listing comes on the market. Now, I am not giving, well, I'm giving you, I'm giving you the advice that I would give you if you were my client. If you have your own agent and you're already out there, then you really have to lean into them for your advice. But this is one of the things for me is you put the house on the market and I allow showings right away. Yeah. I saw your frustration when somebody would put on the house and they were like, no showings until the open house. Yeah. Now that was a strategy that people were using maybe five years ago. And yeah. or and got back into doing that, like when the inventory got low, like started to get yeah. like minimally low. They wanted to create that, you know, that anxiety of getting into the house and everybody being around. Then we saw it in COVID mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, right? Like yeah. everybody just come to the open house. We don't want people flowing in and out of the house all the time, right? Yeah. It does not make sense to me right now. And I'll tell you the reason why. Because one, I saw your frustration every single time. And I would say, would you say the majority of the time people wouldn't allow showings until? Yeah. And how were those open houses for you? Just chaos, like just total chaos. And as much as I took the time to go to the open houses, they're not always convenient. And I know that that is sort of like bratty to say, but it's like when I'm a single woman working two jobs and hosting two radio shows Mm -hmm. and, you know, trying, and now I have a, broken ankle like (laughs) trying to hobble through life like Mm -hmm. sometimes your one hour open house on a Saturday morning during my radio show is not convenient Mm -hmm. and and, you know it's it's a bummer but and then I think that sometimes agents will give this advice to their clients right yeah and if you're out there listening whether you're an agent or if you have recently put your house on the market or you're thinking about it and you want to talk about this discussion I would love to have a chat with you on it 781-837-4900 781-837-4900 or you can follow us on Facebook we are live on uh, Facebook uh, underneath our uh, Boston Connect Real Estate so go ahead and talk about more about that, like the anxiety of it's going through it. It's just very anxiety ridden. And, and like you said, I do have a lot of amazing people in my corner. A lot of um, Boston Connect real estate agents have clients in my price range. So they are, they're always sending me like, oh, are you going to see this one? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll see you there. Or oh, are you going to see this one? No, I don't, I don't think it'll work. Yeah, my client, like they give me feedback and then I give them feedback too and you know, if we both decide to move forward putting in offers, then we stop the communication, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think last weekend, or maybe the, no, it must have been last weekend, um, Tracy Grady, who I've seen houses with her, her, um, she's a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate with her husband. She does the show with us all the time. She, you know, she'll text me all the time. Oh, are you seeing this house? Um, And I think it was last weekend where she's like, oh, are you going to see this one? And I was like, Honestly, no. I have a broken ankle. Um, I'm, they're doing the two-hour open house. They held all the showings until then. It's on a main road. I'm just never going to be able to get out. Like, I'm just, I, I can't take the stress today. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't take the stress. I'm out. And, um, you know, her clients didn't end up liking it either. And, you know, it's just, it, it is hard. It, it, it's a hard process. Mm-hmm. But again, like you said to me the other day, it's like, you're never going to have a chance if you're not throwing your hat in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, you know, circumstances arise. Like I was like, I'm not, I'm not getting out of my car and my boot trying to get yeah. my boot on, you know, in the middle of route 18, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, trying to look at a house and that was just me, but you know, I'm sure they got multiple offers and good for them. But, um, yeah, you know, and I, that's the thing too is so like that stirring up that energy of you know everybody wants what everybody else wants. I just find that you're causing commotion for no reason. So one of the things like as you were talking and I didn't want to interrupt. I'm getting so good at that. Um, <laughs> did um, you just write Zappos? I did because what I always say and I say it to people when I'm at the when I'm at the open house as well. I can see the anxiety in all of these buyers, right? Mm-hmm. There's and, and you know what? There's a, a bunch of group of um, 
you know, agents that came with their with their clients. And each one of those, I made it very specific about going up to each one of them and saying, I just want to let you know how lucky you are to have your agent here with yeah. you. And that your age, I know, even though your agent isn't with my company, I know that you have a good agent because your agent is here with you. Yeah. And I have to tell you, the majority of them did not have their agents with them. The majority of the offers that we got didn't have a showing. Mm -hmm. So, like... They never saw the property. They never saw the house. They never saw the property. And there was one agent that was so in my grill about, like, well, when are you going to make a decision? Like, and... He was one that I could feel the anxiety off him, that he needed the commission check more than he cared about what his client was getting, Mm -hmm. right? 100%. And I think that, and when I look at them, I say, I just want you to know, well, people will say, when are your offers due by? And I'll say, okay, we changed our deadline. Our deadline is going to be Tuesday at 12 p.m. Usually it would be Monday at 5, but we were away all day. Yeah. So I said Tuesday at 12. And... They're like, are you going to accept any offers in the meantime? Because agents all the time will put in MLS. And this is something I think MLS needs to change. You have a decision to make. Either you're going to hold all the offers or you're not. I hate when it says offers are due Tuesday at 12 p.m., but the seller reserves the right to accept an offer at any time. Yeah. Like, why even bother putting it in a deadline? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So what those are called are bully offers, right? So if a bully offer comes in and says, so we'll just give an example. This house was on the market for 360, just so everybody knows. I'm not going to give any numbers about anything else through this process. The house was on for 360. So a bully offer would be on Saturday night, an agent would submit an offer to me. This didn't happen, but because I'm very clear that it won't happen in my listings. Um, I'm Sharon, my client is going to submit an offer. It's $400,000, but they want an answer by 9 a.m. tomorrow before your 10 a.m. Uh, open house. Mm-hmm. So they're offering $40,000 over asking mm-hmm. if you will take your house off the market. Yeah. And, and I do not know why other agents will agree to this type of behavior Mm -hmm. because I won't. Mm -hmm. And if anyone thinks I'm being witchy, give me a call. (laughs) 781-837-4900. Am I being witchy or am I just very passionate about this? And being fair to everybody, whether they're an agent with me, one of my clients, or anybody, any any person who's buying a house. Yeah. It <clears throat> and it's it's been an interesting journey for me because I was in I've been in real estate for so long before I was looking for myself and then mm-hmm. once I started looking for myself I was like, "Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that." To me, I was coming from a buyer's perspective and you don't know how buyers feel until you become one. And mm-hmm. you really you really just don't. And the same with sellers. You don't know what it's like to sell your house until you sell your house. Mm-hmm. You know, well. and you had a situation recently. I mean, one of the last houses you put an offer on, that agent, 100%, and I told you from day one, yeah. that agent is using your offer to leverage more offers. And what's so interesting is that about two weeks later, I was having a conversation with somebody and they said, oh, I, I was in that house. Oh, somebody I know put in an offer in that house. Oh, they didn't get it either. But like we were talking, we're like, oh, we went through the same exact thing. And you were told, both told lies. Yeah, both told lies. Both told lies. Oh, I'm at this. My client's doing this. I'm sorry. I have all these other things. I'm sorry. You're the agent on that. And yes, your job is, and again, some might argue and say it differently to me, like, hey, my job is to get the most amount of offers that I possibly can for my client, but that doesn't mean that you take advantage of other people. Yeah. Should have just came back to you and said, I'm sorry, your offer isn't accepted. We're waiting for something better. Or maybe would you like to revise your offer? Because yeah. I would have. I know. But here we are now. Yeah. So back to the way that I do this is, um, so we allow all those showings. And I say to people while I'm in there, please know that I am not going to accept any bully offers. So you can take your time. You can breathe easy. I cannot buy a pair of shoes on Zappos sitting on my couch with a glass of wine in front of the fireplace. It takes me time. I can't buy a pair of shoes in 15 minutes. I never expect anybody to buy a house. Now, I think that that's sort of my moral compass, right? I want people to have that time. But I'll tell you the real reason. I don't want buyer remorse. Yeah. 
If you if yeah. if I go forward and accept your offer and you're offered quickly and you've made this rash decision, how do I know that you're really going to proceed forward? And honestly, that was that last offer that came in was the mindset of my client who's also an agent. Well, her mom, it's her mom's house. Like mm-hmm. what where where is this person where have been? You been where has this person been for 5 days and you saw the house and within a half hour you're putting in an offer. Like that makes me nervous. Yeah. yeah. Right? Cuz they my job is not only to get you the most amount of money with the best terms and conditions for you. Mm-hmm. My job is also to make sure that I'm going to get you something that will get you all the way to the end. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, do you have any questions for me? Does well, anybody have any questions for us? How, what's going on? I, I mean, come on, people. My my questions for you are, oh, well, who do they use for gas? And who do you like? To I know. Well, I got that information we, uh, yesterday. I got those answers that's, yesterday. That's a different yeah. show. Yeah. We could do another show once we close and just sort of t- yeah. really talk about my whole entire journey as a... Yeah. As a it will be fun. I think story. that we should yeah. video parts of it, too. Yeah. So, um, again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. I am also a full-time real estate agent uh, for the firm. Um, and uh, I have Melissa Wallace with me this morning. She is our director of operations and our everything here. And uh, she's also a licensed real estate agent, which is why she had to put an offer in for herself. <laughs> so, yes, I put in an offer yeah, for myself. Yeah, And I know that this looks suspicious. Like, I already know, like, when people get... Um, when they see an MLS that you're the one that got the accepted offer and they're going to say, oh, that, well, that was fixed. I assure you that it wasn't because... I, listen, we were just as shocked as everybody else. I honestly was just as shocked as everybody else. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is the exercise that I did and I did it with my uh, client's daughter as well. So what I did is with 24 offers and I talked to her and I just said, you know, I, I just think that you and I should talk first so we can like talk our lingo yeah. because she's an agent and then maybe you narrow it down and then you talk to the rest of the family members like mm-hmm. the sisters mm-hmm. and the mother mm-hmm. and the one of the brother-in-laws is a like financial advisor type guy. So with those 24 offers, again... One of the things I want to say is if you if you are out there and you're you're a buyer and you're not working with a buyer's agent, I highly recommend that you do for a couple reasons. One is you'll sort of know like before, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you'll know like your agent, if they're doing this full time. And I do think that there is an importance of being full time. And again, nothing against the school teacher that, you know, is, you know, doing this on the side. No offense, but while you're in school teaching or doing meetings and PTO and stuff, like we're selling real estate, like yeah. the whole time, Monday through Friday, nine to five, we're doing all that. And after hours, yeah, and I'm like nine to five. <laughs> I know. Well, that's when we're doing all the stuff that nobody sees and then after hours. Yeah. yeah. So a couple of things is one. When the house comes on the market, if you have a buyer's agent, your buyer's agent is looking for that for you, Yeah. right? And they'll be able to tell you, hey, this house came on the market right away. The other thing is we know beforehand, and this is one of the things that I wanted to um, discuss. So I was trying to do the math and uh, quickly. In our office, we always talk about what we have coming on the market. Mm-hmm. So we give each other a heads up. So I think our office is so good about that because we all know that we all have clients. And that's the thing too, Melissa, that was really hard for me because you knew I couldn't keep anything a secret. I know you made a comment to me about like the bathroom. You're like, well, there's no um, there's no fan in the bathroom. And I was like, well, back in 1964 when they built the house, that wasn't something that had to be by code. And you're like, that was a very listing agent thing to say. And I, I go, did. because I'm the listing agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, very listing agent of you. <laughs> and I... I stay in my lane and I know what I, you know, that was what I, who I was at that point, you know, but we do talk like, Hey, I have this coming on the market. I have this coming on the market. And we're sharing that information with each other. We had 24 offers. Seven of them were with Boston connect agents. That's like, I think 30%. Yeah. Right. So that is like an added advantage too, of working with a buyer's agent, especially I think like in our small firm, in our boutique and like the culture that we have, we're always sharing with each other. We all know what we have coming on the market ahead of time. Yeah. Now I will say there are, I did allow you to come into the house beforehand because we're getting pictures done. Yeah. But I also said to you, I can't allow, like if you do put an offer in before, you know, it's on the market and stuff like that, it will be held until the deadline with everybody else's. So 
the unfortunate thing is, is sometimes people will do a coming soon. And that listing agent is really trying to get offers, you know, themselves so they can get both sides of it. Yeah. So for two weeks, they're like a coming soon, but they yeah. don't let anybody see it other than their people or the people that are calling them. And then suddenly, like, it's on the market for an hour and it's already under agreement. Yeah. That doesn't do the seller any justice. No. The, and. I'm so glad that we went through this whole exercise to Melissa, to for my clients. My fiduciary responsibility is to get them the best offer for them. If we had just said, hey, I'm going to introduce you to Melissa because she's really been looking. And if you guys can figure it out, like we won't worry about putting it on the market or us even getting a commission. Like I would have done that for you. right? But then I think in the back of their head, would have they always second guessed what the offers would have been? Yeah. And I also like, I didn't put in an offer until obviously your offer deadline, because I was like, if she's going to hold them anyways, like, why would I put Mm -hmm. in an offer and then have anxiety for a week? (laughs) Like, and also like, I don't think that I could offer something that would blow them out of the water Mm -hmm. to be like, no, we don't need to put it, put it on the market. This is the best offer that it's ever Mm -hmm. existed, you know? Yep. It just wasn't going to happen. So I was like, all right, I'll 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 swim with the rest of them. Yep. 23 other people. So I just want to let people know how this ended up happening. And Melissa was just as surprised. So we had 24 offers. And I have this beautiful spreadsheet. And like the OCD in me comes out when I'm doing these. So we have these be- nice cover sheets. So I take every offer. And what I do is I will print off the email from the agent so I print the email, I print out the offer. Yes, I waste a lot of paper, but for me, I'm a paper person, I need it in front of me. And then what I do is I go into MLS, I find the agent, I print out their cover sheet and I staple it to the top. Mm-hmm. And then I just put them in order of how I receive them is how they go into my spreadsheet. So as I'm doing the spreadsheet, I have a cover sheet for each one. So the first item is what is the sale, what is the, um, you know, the offer price? I'm just using round numbers here, people. This is not accurate, but in this situation, I'm just going to say the house was on for 360, and I'm just using a round number, which is 400. Um, so the offer is 400. We put it on for three. The house is on the market for the 360, and then my my cover sheet automatically figures out what that ratio the is. The ratio, yeah. The sale price to list price ratio is. Then the next thing that I put in is how much are they putting down for a deposit at purchase and sales agreement? Some people put a thousand. Some people put five. Some people put twenty five hundred. That's a discussion that we have and where your comfort level is. The second number is how much money will you be putting down at purchase and sales agreement? That number could be 3%, 5%, depending 4%. It could be whatever percentage that you're putting down. My compute, my my cover sheet does that calculation. So I know exactly, like, are you putting 5%, 4%, or 3% down? And then I put in all the dates. When is the purchase and sales agreement have to be signed? When is your commitment letter due? What type of financing do you have? Now, this is something I was very, very specific with people about is make sure that your cover, that your pre-approval letter, again, I was getting pre-qualification letters. That is different. Yeah. A pre-approval letter. I wanted it dated for that week because I knew that the... um, rates had jumped up. Yeah, they did. Yep. So I wanted to make sure like, and I know one person said to me, well, my cover, my pre-approval is good for 90 days. I said, well, that was good when you got it, but now the rates have changed. So yeah, the amount now they're in you, the eights. Yeah, so exactly. So if you were doing sevens now there's a big difference. So I wanted something that was very much up to date. Um, I also asked everybody too, like, who are they using for like a loan office? Like, like who is the bank and stuff like that, right? Because mm-hmm. I think if you are going to put in an offer, make it somebody local that people know, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then there's some of those that came through that were like, you know, those online things that really don't mean anything. So with all of the offers, once they were in order, I have my spreadsheet. So what, it takes the cover sheet and it automatically puts it onto this huge spreadsheet that I have. And all that information is put onto this big spreadsheet. So now I'm only looking at numbers and mm-hmm. dates. Mm-hmm. And when I was going through this with my client, I just said, okay, so what are some of the things that's most important to you? And she's an agent, so she asked certain questions. So she wanted to know how many people had home inspections? Did everybody have a home inspection? I Mm -hmm. said, no, not everybody had a home inspection. She said, all right, well, the house was built in 1964. Like it's her mom's house. 
you know, we don't really want to be doing anything or fixing anything. So they eliminated anybody who had a home inspection first. Mm -hmm. That brought us down to eight. Yeah. Eight people. So that's, you know, where we were. So when that happened, I know like when we were calling agents back, the response that we got, I can't believe we only have three minutes left. The response that we got is, well, if you had come back to me, we might have waived our home inspection. This is what I have to say, people. If you know there are 24 offers, you should be in at your highest and best. Yeah. There are people who try doing an escalation clause as well. I won't get into that today, but we can talk about it another time. With the escalation clause, I'll give you $1,000 over the highest not to exceed this number. They didn't want any of those. We ended up with several of them, so we went back to all of those agents. Some of those agents then, you know, revised their offer. At that time, they could have made their offer better and waived anything they wanted in there. So that was the first thing. Second thing that we they want she wanted to waive was anything that had a an appraisal contingency, mm-hmm. not an appraisal contingency through the bank, but an appraisal contingency through the offer, which meant the house has to appraise at or above list price. Yeah. Well, some of these offers were like, it's not going to appraise for that. Yeah. So this might just be a way for this agent to say, all right, we got the offer accepted. When it gets the appraisal, they're going to have to come down on the price to whatever it appraised at. Yeah. Right? So those ones were gone. That left us with six. Mm-hmm. Out of the six, they had, they, they only had six to review and yours was one of them and they ended up choosing yours. Yeah. Mine. <laughs> it's mine. Yeah. The house is you mine. know, and you know, one of the other offers was, was the person that came in at the last hour and that one of the comments was, well, where has this person been? Like they didn't think it was fair that everybody else had a 12 o'clock deadline. Yeah. So they asked, she did ask. And again, do people normally ask these questions? Probably not, but she's an agent. So she gets it. She's like, he was late. Everybody else was on time. Everybody else went there. We had an extra extra yeah. time. There were actually two people, two agents submitted their offers late. And I understand why one of them was because I understand. Oh, we have to go. Congratulations, mm. Melissa. Thank I guess you. that's all I have to say. But if you want to talk to me more about Yay. this situation, yeah. If you are thinking about putting your home on the market, there's no better time than right now. Um, I am happy to discuss that um, possibility with you um, as your listing agent. I'd love that opportunity. 781-294-4848. 781-294-4848. I'm happy to give you a home equity analysis on your home so you can see how much equity you currently have. Um, BostonConnect.com. Yeah, BostonConnect.com. Come to our dog dog parade Come to the dog parade today, 12 to 2. Yes, 19 Mattachusett Street in Pembroke Center, right across the street from Stop and Shop. We'll be here 12 to 2, all kinds of great prizes. Go on to BostonConnect.com and find all of our open houses this weekend. I will see you, I don't know, next Saturday. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. McNamara Financial is up next. Just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well. WATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.